When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're back. Hope you didn't miss us too much. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. DJ Rock Lobster joins us as well. Thank you. Give me a beat. It's time to talk music. I enjoy music. With Donna Valentine. And Steve Patterson. You like Huey Lewis on the news? This is the beat. Okie dokes. Well, we've got another artist who have sold their publishing catalog oh, and boy. rights to their music royalties. Can you tell us who, and then can we guess? The amount of money? Uh, well, I, Yeah, I want to guess the amount I of money. I happen to know, but I'll have the music ready to go, and Donna oh, will have nice. to cut it out of the podcast, and she'll be really mad. ZZ Top. And I don't okay. know how much. Oh, what the heck? Financial? 50 million. 50? That's it? Yeah. Wow. Well, there's no Bruce Springsteen. Bruce went for 500. No, they didn't sell it for 50 million. Pretty sure. Let's look it up. Look it up, yeah. Uh, I know it's mul- a multi-million dollar sum, but um, they did not disclose the amount of money. But it does cover all the music interests of ZZ Top, including their publishing rights, any income from recorded music royalties, performance royalties, and. Um, yeah. I'm seeing on Variety.com, reputable source. Check your sources, people. Uh, $50 million. How about that, Donna? Okay, that, uh, that's... Open up. Well, I'm just thinking, okay, Springsteen was like a half a billion. Yeah, I mean, I guess ZZ don't Top ha- has like five good songs. Bring Springsteen <laughs> Wait a minute. Like They've got, okay, what was that? Sharp Dressed Man? Yes. Everybody they also have... Give Me All Your Lovin'. Um, Lagrange. Tush. How's, oh, I like Tush. Legs. Legs are there's five. We're good. Oh, We're done. How about cheap sunglasses? That's good. Just got paid. Sorry, there's like right, you're right. Paid. You're right. Friday night. Is it that one? No. Um Donna will get mad if I play it, but you know, <laughs> here we go. Yeah, you can play it. Oh jeez. Oh, uh, they are so good. If we talk over it, it's okay. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. We're talking. talking. Okay, everybody here. keep talking. Ding a ding a ding a that sounds good. I like the sound of it. Uh, but 50 what do you million call seems this, good. Like blues? Yeah, Texas, like blues. Yeah, kind of like a roadhouse. Like a, you put yeah. them on. Like when you hear that, what do you taste in your mouth? Whiskey. Dickie's barbecue sauce. I just had Dickie's. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I have some wings for you in the fridge if you want them, by I the way. I thought you said ribs. No, I said wings. Oh, man. If I said ribs, I'm sorry. <laughs> Wrong body part. Yes. Anyways, but yeah. I have wings. They're really good. Um, I do I think understand. about, you know, a lot of these bands, 
that were big in the 80s and 90s made a lot of money on record sales that bands today are not making. That is true. So these guys yep. got paid then and are getting paid now. They're probably doing okay. I wish I would have seen them. They just played like Minnetonka, like some Minnetonka oh. boat fest or something about it. Oh, sometimes three, four some ago. rich guy out there will host, yeah, will have right. a fundraiser. But like yeah. Tim McGraw has been out there. In fact, did you notice? Sorry, Rocco. Just okay, quick, I'm done. No, no, done. quick side Talk note. about my ZZ FOMO. Okay, no, I'm... Um, there's a uh, part of the highway on our way out of Mound. Uh-huh. It says uh, the Tim McGraw family something, the highway was, what are you doing? I'm sorry. I'm seeing a really weird shadow on my face right now. Okay. And I'm trying to figure out if it's maybe a ghost. It's not. It's the microphone. But um, yeah, it's it's named like uh, it, oh, yeah. you know how you can adopt a portion of a highway yeah, or whatever. Highway, yeah. yeah, it was uh-huh. like the Tim McGraw family. Oh, that's pretty cool. Adopted, so that means he must have made a nice donation out there. Well, anyway, shout out to him. Maybe ZZ Top will uh, do the same. Didn't we lose a member of ZZ Top? Yes. Yes. Dusty's, Billy. Billy's oh. dead. Dusty's alive, right? Oh yeah, Billy Gibbons died, right? No, that's wrong. I think oh, that's guys, right. Let's find out. Will she be 0 for 2 trying uh, to discredit no, Rocco? No, wait. Maybe Dusty is dead. Dusty's Dusty. dead. Billy's oh, alive. It's and one then, to one. And then the best bit of trivia of all time, the guy without the beard is, is named it? Beard. Frank Beard. That's incredible. Yes. That's great. All right. On that note, um, uh, what do you got? I, I watched one song last night. Of the Tony Bennett Lady Gaga special, one last time or something. Where did you find like that? that? It was on CBS. Oh, I was watching I it on. That aired already. It did. It did. They were just, I think, re-airing it. Okay. So anyway, I watched a little bit. Now I was watching the portion before Tony came out on stage. Gaga starts the show. She does a song. She does "Luck Be a Lady Tonight," and then she stops down and then she tells the story. This is what I found interesting. She told the story of how she and Tony Bennett got together. They were at a ch- charity thing. And Gaga was performing. And I don't think she knew that Tony Bennett was there necessarily. And she does a couple of uh, jazz songs while she was performing for this charity. And then after the show, uh, uh, Tony Bennett, her, his people come up to her and say, hey, uh, Tony Bennett would like to speak with you. And then she was like, oh, my gosh, what do you, uh, why? Wow. And then she's thinking, wait a minute, I, I did these jazz songs. What is he going to say to me? And then Tony Bennett comes over and she has this meetup and he just looks at her and says, you're a jazz singer. And then right there, he said, do you want to do an album together? Right there that night, do you want to do an album together? And then that's how they end up getting uh, involved and they do duets together and they do a full Gaga, Tony Bennett thing. I love that. Remind me of an autumn breeze (laughs) in Paris. I can't with I you. I love Tony Bennett. I know he's I just great. love Tony Bennett. I also read this random story popped up yesterday from a it's from a story legitimately about ten years ago. Keith Richards. We love Keith Richards, we right? We love Keith Richards. Apparently his one of his sons was friends with Johnny Depp. Johnny oh. Depp kept coming to his house and somehow if the if I'm understanding the story correctly. He didn't recognize that it was Johnny Depp. He was just like, whatever, it's just another one of his friends. Yeah. I'm not going to ask questions. Might be a drug dealer. Like, the, <laughs> legitimately, this is what Keith Richards thinks. And then he said one night at dinner, after like two years of Johnny Depp coming to his house, 
at dinner, he realized, whoa, that's scissor hands. <laughs> and that was how he pieced it together. And then, of course, Johnny Depp goes on to uh, craft his role as Jack Sparrow after Keith Richards. And then Keith Richards ends up being in one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies as well. Just a little That's fun behind fun. the scenes. That's, That's a, a real fun, fun fact. Thing. Okay, thanks. Thanks, Steve. I thought it was fun. It's super fun. You know what's fun? Going to concerts. We've been to a concert together. Uh, a couple. Yes. Was it Thomas Rhett? Ah. <sighs> I think, no. no, it was Blake Shelton. Blake Shelton and you some other one. You went to Thomas one. Rhett with somebody else. Was that Thomas Rhett? Yeah, yeah I guess you you're went right. with the uh, our old Ryan producer, Purpose. that guy. Yeah. Let's give a pair away. What do you say? Let's do it right now. All right. What color number? Pick it. Uh, let's do color number four. Color four, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Here's the deal, though. Make sure you are. Willing and able to go see Thomas Rhett at the XL Energy Center on New Year's Eve. It's part of the Winter Classic New Year's Eve Bash. Okay, other special guests. Let's see. Cole Swindell, Connor Smith. So it's going to be a fun time. Good luck to you guys. When we come back. Oh, no. Oh, no. Not again, I had to do it again. Why? Guys, you know that I'm terrible making returns. I'm at my most insecure and awkward and least confident. I had to do another return last night. And, uh... I started saying too much. I'll tell you what happened. Again. When we come back, it's the Don and Steve show on my talk. Good morning. Welcome back. Merry Christmas, everybody. Appreciate you listening. Donna and Steve with DJ Rock Crabby. Cool. I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of crabby. You know why? I have on? to get out of town. I mean, I this is kind of my last day, which you should be, hey, that's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting. But that means I got a lot to do. No, uh, I'm nervous now because if you're now admittedly crabby, and then I have <laughs> see, to... See, I'm good. Right I'm now, perceptive. He's in the other room right now, but after this, I'm going to go and record a couple commercials with him. That'll Will be good. Will you come with me, Donna? Because I don't want to be no. alone in there. If you're crabby, then you'll start It'll yelling It'll be good. I'll cross him off my to-do list, and I'll be the one... Two steps closer to driving down to Peoria tonight. Who's most difficult to yeah. record a commercial with? <laughs> uh, not you. Uh, uh, not either of you two. No, okay. I mean Lori or Julia. Who is? It? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. It's a joke. It's a joke. That's funny, Steve. It's funny. Yeah, you'd you'd be surprised. You know, you hear my silky smooth commercials every day on the radio. You'd be surprised who <laughs> is less than silky and smooth in the studio. But I'm. It's I'll keep that my secret. Me. I know that I'm not. Donna makes good. me leave if I I'm in the go, room. Steve, go! One take Tammy here, and then I do like 16 takes, and then... Constantly doubting yourself, too. Did that sound bad? I screwed that up. Let me do it again. You know what I like? I'll do that sometimes, too. I'm like, is that work? And then Rocco has this innate confidence of, yeah, that's good. I can yeah, make it work. I'll make it work. Yeah. And you're like, pretty good. Right, I know, you know, I've been doing this a few years. I know what I'm doing. And you guys are good. You guys are good with your mouths. And your voices. He Thanks. is crabby. You're right. Donna. Yeah, he's got a little edge. You know nervous. what? I'm what just we, I'm stressed. You're like, like shushing Listen, me. You're, you gonna, know? you're gonna do great. You're gonna get everything done. We love you. We support you. How can we bring you out of the funk? It's good. Well, it's you know, just it's gonna be good. I, I'm just looking at my. I'm going through my emails in the break. Going, oh, I got that. Okay, we oh, won't talk to you. You you just we won't talk to you. Okay, it's gonna be fun. Oh, he's going falsetto. I was gonna see Jagged Little Pill on Broadway, and now it's canceled. Oh, were you really? No, I'm just. Oh, <laughs> that's when he started getting crabby. Is when I was like, "Oh yeah, jagged little pills canceled." He's like, "Well, I guess I won't say it." Yeah, 
Thanks for ruining my dirt alert. Do you know that I'm the guy who came up with dirt alert, dirt alert, dirt alert? That's dirt funny. Alert. You know, I did prepare a bunch of stories, and then I looked at our grid, and I'm like, oh, you guys talked about Pete Davidson and Miley. Oh, no, you guys are going to talk about Jeff Garland. No, we didn't talk about no, either of those. we didn't. We okay. didn't get to anything. Don't ever judge the grid, because a lot of times we'll just be like, hey, yeah, guys, we'll welcome in. Look, I'll move them out of the way. We're it's about to do a good, really right. good story, and then we'll say, ooh. My lower back just pinched a little bit. Do you ever get that? And then it turns into a full <laughs> exactly Andy like this segment. We're supposed to talk about Steve returning oh, yeah. things, and we're talking about crabby lobsters. All right, <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're gonna give Rocco. Oh, by a the second. way, it's winter solstice too. I was going to say it's funny. I woke up this morning and I thought it is staying dark very long. Didn't we just deal with this? Yeah. And then I looked and saw, oh, winter solstice. This is the shortest day of the year, the darkest day of the our longest annual night. existence. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, the, uh, yeah. Last night. First day of winter. I was, I had to go to the UPS store to do two more returns oh, on this geez. parade of returns that my wife has oh. me doing. She knows I suck at them and I, don't have a good lead and you get stressed mind. you get anxious about it it's like just Extremely. stop saying too much you so, just bring it back you go i want to return this anything wrong with it nope and then zip it just zippity doo dah. what i did my four returns over the weekend i was making unnecessary conversation with people because i was nervous and i was talking and i was telling them how vulnerable i was so then i walked in and i was like you know what you don't have to say like hey i'm scared to be here Sure enough, first thing out of my mouth. Hi, I'm doing returns, and I'm pretty nervous about this. And she was like, ah, you don't have to be nervous. Thinking like, are you an adult? Did you drive yourself here? Like, you just just <laughs> give me the return label. And then as she's helping me and going through it, I am asking way too many questions. Do you like it that you guys do Amazon returns here at the UPS store? Oh, oh yeah. Gosh. Hey, uh, let me ask this. When one of you has to move... Do you just get free range to these boxes? Look at all these boxes Okay, here. you're that guy. I had a then, guy in line yesterday <laughs> talking to me, and I'm like, stop talking to me. I it's knew like I those commercials look. with the, you're becoming your parents. Oh, my gosh. It is so <laughs> true. I knew I hit my low point when I said, and I genuinely meant this, you guys have really nice lighting in the back part of that store. And she okay. said, oh, thank you. And I thought, I can't be yeah, in a UPS like, store mm-hmm. asking her what kind of box discount she gets when she moves. Can you use those for packing? Is that a part of your benefits package? Then complimenting the lights, asking if you like that people do Amazon returns here now. It was way too much. Did I tell you what happened to me at the Dollar Tree the other day? Mm-mm. Oh, boy. <laughs> I wait in line forever because the woman in front of me I don't know. She had some issue with her credit card and wasn't going through. And I'm just waiting and waiting and waiting. And the person checking me out was so slow. And finally, I get up there and I start to check out. Now there's like 14 people behind me. Okay, you following? Yeah. I go to pay. I don't have my wallet. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm like, oh my gosh. I'm like, okay, okay. I think my, my wallet's in the car. Oh no. And I'm like, 
we, oh, shoot. I'm like, will you guys take a check? And they go, yeah. So now I'm standing there with 14 people behind me. They said yes. Yes. So I'm writing out the check. Dollar Tree, blah, 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 14 and zero, zero. Okay, becoming your parents, writing a check at Dollar Tree? (laughs) What is going on? My wallet was in the car, but I didn't want to like go, like, hold everybody up, run out to my car. So they go to put the check in the machine. Doesn't work. Calls over a manager. Now I'm holding up the line. I'm holding up the line. They go to put it through again. Manager comes over. Okay, that's not working. Okay, I'm like, okay, can I just leave my stuff here and go out to the car? I leave my stuff. They keep checking people out. I come back in. I'm like, okay, I've got my credit card. And they're like, yeah, you're going to have to get back in line. So they send me over to another register. I'm waiting. I'm like eight people deep. I'm Now I'm mad, and I'm putting the bagged items yes the already bagged items on the conveyor belt and the woman's like you're gonna have to take those out of the bag and i'm like why didn't you take them out of the bag i'm like patronizing your business but she's like you didn't understand the basic rules of patronizing my business (laughs) what the checkbook come with the civil war reenactment costume (laughs) i mean i can't believe you had a checkbook I always have a checkbook. I can't believe they said we'll take it. When I forgot my wallet recently, <laughs> I realized, oh. <laughs> okay, good. I realized I could pay on Apple Pay on my phone. I don't even know what that is. All right. Listen, I've got Venmo. I've got PayPal. I can't keep up. There's just too many things going on. I'm going to go. No, we're halfway through the show. Fine. We're going to play a game next. I got the flabalage. Oh, yeah. Could you stop grabbing the base of your abdomen, please? Hey, is that the base? She said my flabalage. You have to learn to live with it. It's just like Omicron. (laughs) (laughs) 651-641-1071. Call that number. You can play the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. You can bet on me or Donna. Bet on the right person. Win a prize. 651-641-1071. Call now. All right. I am ready to go. Are you ready to go? Okay. Uh, Welcome back to the show, by the way. It's Donna and Steve. Let's play a game. Time to go to college. College. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. DJ Rock Lobster. Lobster. I want to see how smart you are. I do want to see how smart you are. I want to give, uh, I think it's uh, Liz, two tickets via Fandango to see Licorice Pizza. And I also want to say happy birthday to Samuel L. Jackson, turning 73 today. So I'm going to bring on Liz, and Liz is going to decide who knows more about famous movie lines said by Samuel L. Jackson, the uh, cringing Donna Valentine, or the confident Steve Patterson. Liz, the floor is yours. What's up? So um, I will go with, uh, you know... Liz. I'm going to go with Steve. That's my girl. I always That's go with boo. Donna because I want to uh, increase her point value, but since Rock Lobster doesn't do point values anymore, and that's kind of by the way, let us ask Thank you a question, you. Liz. Um, you had to talk one on one with Rocco. Was he crabby and mean with you off the air? 
You know, he was a little quick. Um, yes, but I think that's, that's kind of the name of the game. I had you know? to get that Jonathan Uhas forecast together. Yeah, I mean, that takes so I get it, and time. I get it at this time of year. But we'll try to have a good attitude for the rest of the things we have to do today. We'll get through it, and uh, everything that needs to get done, we'll get done. You know? Yeah. And do you want to come into the studio with me after the show? And me and Donna, we don't want to be alone when we record commercials with Rocco today. He's very we're scared. scared of I can hold your hand. I can All hold right. your hand. Okay. I want right, to hold bye. your hand. All right, Liz, I'm going to do this for you, for everybody in Plymouth, your hometown. Let's make it work. Okay, I'm going to pot down Liz. She has a chance to win a Fandango gift card to see the movie Licorice Pizza from director Paul Thomas Anderson in theaters this Christmas. Perhaps you've seen some of his movies like Magnolia or There Will Be Blood. They're good. I almost watched No Country for Old Men last night. Coen Brothers, from yeah. here. And, but I, I, the reason I bring that up is because I was confused that with There Will Be Blood. I I wonder I of those two I like there will be blood more. We'll okay. see what you think. Right. We'll see what you think about famous lines said by Samuel L. Jackson in movies, starting okay. with I'll start this one. I'll start easy. Ready? Right. In two thousand six, what movie? In what movie did he say I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane? That is snakes on a plane. In 1994, he said, and you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. In what movie? Pulp Fiction. And in what 1993 movie did he say, hold on to your butts? Jurassic Park. I feel pretty darn good about that. I, I, I've never seen Pulp Fiction, but I'm thinking that time seems like it shakes out. I know that's like the Royale with cheese situation. Uh, Lizzie, come back. Yeah. She is. Uh, how do you feel about these? You know, I I don't feel great. I mean, I feel okay. I Liz. just don't know. I just don't know. My favorite movie, though, you didn't mention with okay. him was A Long Kiss Goodnight. And that was you know, there me, was, but... I feel like there was a quote in that that I almost used, but I didn't feel like it was well-known enough. Well, oh, um, there well. Was... We'll see. I, I have nothing else to go by, so I, I say go for it. Listen, we're going to do great. This is yeah, going to go well. Let's just be honest. No, it's <laughs> just Donna. Uh, let me see if Long Kiss is on this list. Uh, here's the line from oh, wait, The Long wait, wait, Kiss Goodnight. Okay. It's right. Oh, you can uh, come in, Donna. Uh, according to ScreenRant.com, his eighth best line of all time was, Ooh. I never did one thing right in my life. You know that? Not one. That takes skill. The Long Kiss yeah, Goodnight. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, did you not use on. it in this one. You can come on, Donna. It's We're talking about other th- quotes. Oh, oh, gotcha. Okay, ready. Um, according to Screen Rant, number one is on my list. Uh, number two is on my list, and another one is number seven. ScreenRant.com. Okay, Donna. Yes, sir. Your favorite Sam Jackson movie? That is that number no, question. Just a, I'm just making small talk. Pulp Fiction. Okay. Well, I'm going to ask you three. Name yes. another Sam Jackson movie. <laughs> I can name. Stuff. Snakes on a plane. Okay. What's love got to do with it? Oh. Thank you. All right. Well, here goes. Thanks. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna give oh. you three quotable lines from Mr. Sam Jackson celebrating his 73rd birthday today. Starting with this one, 2006. In what movie did he say, "I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane"? <laughs> Snakes on a plane. Yes. Uh, in what 1994 movie did he say, and you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee? I think that was Pulp Fiction. And in what 1993 movie did he say, hold on to your butts? 
Mm. Great question. Comes down to this. Toy Story. Hmm. <laughs> he is in an animated uh, Pixar type huh. movie, but I don't think it's. I'm not sure it? about the Pulp Fiction thing. Is that right? It don't matter because Liz is going to see the movie. All right, Kill Liz. Um, you guys were both right. I'm going to play it just because I think it's so fun. This is from the censored version of Snakes on a Plane. Oh, okay. Enough is enough. I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Never that's saw it. great. I didn't know that they edited it like yes. that. I thought you were just being silly. No, it's uh, that's pretty funny. Wow. Um, uh, there's another. There's another funny one from the Big Lebowski where he, they tr- they change a phrase into "This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps," but you'll have to look that one up yourself. Okay. Um, the one you missed, Anna, was. Uh, well, let's just go through. Yeah, them. number right, two sorry. was Pulp Fiction. Wait, number which, one was. Number one was Snakes on a Plane. You guys knew that one. Okay. Number two, and you will know my name as the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee, was Pulp Fiction. There was a lot of quotes from Pulp Fiction I probably could have used about English, M. Effer, do you speak it? That is a tasty burger. Yeah. Uh, something about we just got to be a couple Fonzies in here, something like that. Pulp Fiction. By the way, I went to see Pulp Fiction <laughs> at the Suburban World Theater in uh, Uptown Minneapolis Have in nineteen ninety four. AMC. <laughs> no. <laughs> but as I was going to see Pulp Fiction, I walked past the now defunct uh, Uptown Bar, and a small English band was playing, and they were called Oasis. Okay, oh. and I passed on Oasis Wait, to the see Uptown Pulp Fiction. Isn't there anymore? No, neither I did is. Not know that. Anyways, it's one of my great regrets of all time. And number three is... Number three, hold on to your butts. Steve got it right. It's from Jurassic Park. Donna, now you're rushing him. You cannot yeah, that was my Oasis to story. him rushing him because he rushed you. I the answers. We're getting there. He was adding color. <laughs> I'm going to have to mediate this. <laughs> We're um, going to need Shibes to come in when we record commercials post-show. Anyway. We need a higher up to be in there. Yeah. In case there's any hand fighting. Did you get all these right? I, I don't did. know what. I did. I got three out of three. Super you, easy. You saw Pulp Fiction? No, no but he, I he hasn't even seen it. It's amazing. Let's do the tiebreaker just uh, for sure. Fun. The tiebreaker was going to be name. What product is, and I can bring uh, Liz back. Yeah. What product is Samuel Jackson uh, hawking here in this television commercial? Capital One. Did you say Capital One? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's the no games, no messing around, no earning limit having. Do I look money. like I'm joking? Turbo boosting heavyweight champion of the world! Cashback card. There you go. So Liz is doubly going to the movie now. Woo! Nice! Four tickets? No. Just kidding. Cool it, Liz. I said it, so she was probably right to interpret it that way. All right, Liz. Merry Christmas. Your phone's ringing, Donna. Happy Merry Christmas. Thanks, you guys. I love your show. We love you, Liz. Oh, we love you. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Should I get this phone? Who's calling? Yeah, I, I can't know. believe you have the ringer on. I yeah, can't either. Pick it up. No pick way. It. I'm not going to do it. You can't believe Donna still uses a ringer? I mean, we just talked about her writing a check at Dollar Tree. <laughs> All right, hey, listen, hey. You know what? Hey, Write hey, that hey. down in your list for next year. <laughs> sharing a vulnerable moment with you <laughs> and this is what i get in return i see i see i see how it is a check i only was you... gonna write a check because i left my wallet in the car Can you? i just want you to think about you know if you're in this line at dollar tree and there it's like 10 deep imagine being person number six so it's two you can't even get out of line you're stuck there people have carts 
And then six people in front of you, you hear the woman say, oh, I forgot my wallet. Do you accept checks? Do you accept checks? <laughs> you know, I went, to the, I went to the pet store last night, and I left my wallet in the car, and I asked the man, hey, do you take Google Pay? He yeah. said, yeah, man. I, I know. I did that paid. with Apple Pay at Target a couple weeks ago. I was like, crap. Oh, really? Welcome to the new millennium, Donna Valentine. It's almost 2022. <laughs> well, there goes your Christmas. Oh, oh, you're going to write me a no, check. No, don't, don't do that. <laughs> Maybe we'll, let's just Venmo him some money, I think. Don't oh, Donna would check. never know how to do that. No, Rocco. Rocco? She has Venmo. Okay. It's one of the weirdest aberrations about her. <laughs> like, you know, if there's a... A puzzle. And one of the pieces is just like, why'd they put that there? That's the fact that she has Venmo. Do you actually keep money in your Venmo account? It's just, you just attached use it to the your... checking account. Um, you can. Like, if people pay you for stuff, then mm-hmm. you have, like, a positive balance. And then if right. you pay somebody else, you know, so you might have a, you know, you might have some in there. Why? I'll, like, literally transfer money from my checking account to my Venmo. Oh, check it out. I got 200 in my uh, Cash App account. Forgot about that. Cash App. Like Gwyneth Paltrow was quoting about or uh, tweeting about Cash App today for some reason. Who was? Gwyneth Paltrow. Well, Megan the Stallion is a big fan of Cash App. I I like Cash App. That's the first one that I had, but Venmo is clearly more popular. But I, I just have I only reinstalled Venmo a couple weeks ago because somebody needed Venmo for pepper jam that I was buying. <laughs> Why are you buying pepper jam? That's just so random. An old lady just called in and said writing checks is still cool. It's yeah. Not, she said it's not against the law. You Goodbye. know, it's not cool. Is that really, wait, is that true, Rocco? She just said that. And then did she just hang up? Pretty much. Oh, that's great. And this comes from the guy who's buying pepper jam. But I did it with Venmo. That evens it out. I went to that vintage market over the weekend. It was all Venmo all the time. Gosh, Rocco. You okay, know Rocco, you know, you're listen, so cool. This vintage market, I went to a record <laughs> store, all this stuff. Yeah, we're not buying we it. We got to get this guy we get to it. Walmart. No. Where do you live, by the way? You'd not fit in just fine here. at the Walmart. The Seward neighborhood of Minneapolis. Oh, very hipster. Really? Very. Oh, yeah. The very Seward trendy. Co-op, right? Yes. You know the Seward Co-op? Well, you're about members. to age out of that neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you're just tuning in, Donna said that Rocco was crabby earlier. He (laughs) is. He admitted it. He admitted it. And uh, now they've just been rushing each other back and forth. Just, it's just, tune in. We got an hour and 18 minutes left of verbal hand fighting coming up here (laughs) on the Donna and Steve experience. When we return Mm -hmm. uh, to this very show, assuming that we will return. Um, more bad news for Chris Noth. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, the Sex in the City star, Mr. Big, who has found himself in a whole lot of controversy. I guess there must be more to the story because big name folks that he's teamed up with are just saying bye-bye. We'll tell you about all of this. When we return, it's the Don and Steve experience on my talk. Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson. The Donna and Steve experience. On my talk 1071, where talk is fun.
Welcome back to the show, you guys. It's Donna and Steve. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Alrighty. Looks like the dominoes just keep on falling in this Chris Noth story. Noth? Noth. I don't. I say Noth, but I've heard Noth. I really thought it was Noth. I'm just going to interchange them, okay? Okay. All right. So anyway, uh, three of his Sex in the City co-stars have uh, posted something in support of Noth's accusers, right? Yeah, they said, uh, Kristen Davis put out this this uh, tweet or Instagram post, and it was signed Cynthia Nixon, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kristen Davis. And it says, we are deeply saddened to hear the allegations against Chris Noth. We support the women who have come forward and shared their painful experiences. We know it must be a very difficult thing to do, and we commend them for it. That's that's it. It's just those three sentences, and that's what they um, that's what they say. That now it's three women, isn't it? Three different women, I believe so. Um. And now look at what else is happening. Um, so he's out uh, of the CBS drama, The Equalizer. They had uh, he's he'll no longer film additional episodes effective immediately. But they the ones that he had already done, I guess, will still air because the production was already done right on them. And then also he was dumped by his agency and he was um, he has a tequila brand that he was set to sell for twelve million dollars last week. But now they've backed away saying that at this point in time, it doesn't make any sense for us to move forward with the deal in light of the claims, uh, which must be taken Mm. with the utmost seriousness. So, yeah. Yeah, it is, there is a third woman um, who has come forward with allegations of uh, sexual assault as well. Wow. Um, you know what I think is interesting, though? What's that? And it's not to question the the claims or anything, but the first two women, one said she was assaulted in Los Angeles. The other one was in New York. Mm-hmm. Okay. They did not know one another. And had contacted uh, the Hollywood Reporter, excuse me, months apart and separately. It's just an, an, I think it's highly coincidental that they were reaching out on their own to the Hollywood Reporter. Sure. Why not to uh, the New York Times, the New Yorker? Yeah, don't you I don't, think it's a little strange? I suppose, yeah, just in that it makes me think that maybe somebody was contacting them. Yeah, that's not and what then they, they say. Though. That's yeah. not what the Hollywood Reporter is saying. Because I know one works in the business, and the other was right. a server, I believe. But she might—I believe she's a journalist now, so that could have something to do with it. They know that that's the industry trade, sure, magazine, for lack of a better term. You know, well, and then on Friday, um, there last Friday, uh, Zoe Lister Jones, director and actor, um, she came out and 
said, let me get it right here. Um, she directed how it ends. She said that he was consistently sexually inappropriate with a fellow female producer at a New York nightclub he owned and where Lister Jones, the woman who's saying this, also worked when she was in her 20s. Mm. Uh, she also accused Chris Noth, 67 years old, of being drunk on set when she guest starred on Law & Order. Uh, when he returned to the show as a detective after working on Sex in the City. Um, it said, during my interrogation scene, he had a 22-ounce of beer under the table that he would drink in between takes. In one take, he got close to me, sniffed my neck, and whispered, you smell good. Ick. I didn't say anything. My friend at the club never said anything. It's rare that we do. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, so she's she's talking about that. So... I guess, look, if you have an agency dropping you, a TV show, a liquor brand, all that kind of stuff, I'm sure there, you would imagine that, um, you know, because these are these are very difficult to, to talk about early. Sure. Because early, you want to give everyone, you want to hear the people who are saying they went through something, right? Yes. And then also you have to wait for the other person. What do you do when the other person says this absolutely did not happen? Right. So then you need to get into that really yucky, uncomfortable space of wanting to defend those who were defenseless mm-hmm. and also mm-hmm. wanting to hear out in the name of like law and order, right. uh, in the name of just wanting you know somebody to have their thing. But I, I say all that because if you're a, a, an agency, if you're a TV show, there's some of that that is PR distancing, but you would imagine that they've done their due diligence, right? That they right. didn't just their read own the same investigation. article. Yeah. You know, I would imagine they call off the Hollywood Reporter and say, let's talk a little bit more. Like, give us some more stuff. Let's do some more digging. Yes. Maybe even talking with Chris Noth himself. Right. And then saying, yeah, this this does not look good. It, it appears to not look good as uh, these, these women share these really painful yeah. stories. And as more people come forward with their own stories, there's like a, there's a pattern. Right. There for sure, man. Yeah, so well, and anyway, I hear also that weeks. his wife is not doing well. I would imagine with all of this. Oh my so, gosh! Oh my imagine. gosh! Just horrible. Um, hey, Jeff Garland, another guy uh, in who's hot also, water. Yep. He uh, he and the Goldbergs brass uh, of the show that's been on for nine seasons on ABC. They came to a mutual agreement last week, is what it was said that he would not be welcome back to the set. Mm. He's going to be off the show immediately. That being said. Uh, the AV Club reporting that through the magic of editing, Jeff Garland will actually still be on the Goldbergs this season. They've had a stand-in who's been doing a lot of like sh- shots from behind sure. where they're in there. And then they're using um, old audio and footage that they hadn't used in previous episodes oh, wow. to sort of incorporate him into the show. This article on the AV Club sort of references it's kind of like, you know, when uh, Star Wars brought back Princess Leia after she oh, had yeah. passed away. yeah, yeah, yeah. And so um, he stepped away. I did read also last night. Oh, goodness. When was it? Uh, it was a couple weeks ago before he got let go. The same day that he talked to Vanity Fair and said, HR is looking into me. And he was, you know, talking about everything that I guess he did a stand up comedy routine um, that a variety reporter just so happened to be at. I believe it was variety. And he just kept bringing up how much he hated working on the Goldbergs. Oh, my God. And how it's way too PC there. And he was referencing his jokes that he wants to do, uh, defending his earmuffs, kids, vagina jokes. That's anatomy, guys. Yeah. Um, and defending that on the microphone. They won't let me do that. I like to get up and say this. And it's just, 
he he was then defending Curb Your Enthusiasm. I was just going to get to that because I just started watching the current season. His storyline is so gross. Oh, really? The most recent one? Yeah. Yeah, it's just not, it's not good. Grumpy Rocco watched a Christmas movie, I think. Some Christmas shows. Christmas shows. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll find out what he watched and what he thought of them when we return. Don and Steve.